Welcome to Two Chicks, Three Seats, the podcast that takes a look at the hospitality industry's hottest topics. Two Chicks, Three Seats is hosted by Kate Kennedy and Rachel Calkins and is brought to you by Triple Seat, the industry leader in event management software. Find out more about Triple Seat at TripleSeat.com. Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Triple Seats Podcast, Two Chicks, Three Seats. Today, we are welcoming our first guest who is coming in virtually from overseas. Today, we are joined by Lauren Stevenson, head of sales at Sixes Social Cricket, which is a competitive socializing brand that offers a high-energy game of cricket alongside food and drink for the ultimate activity-based experience. Sixes has six locations across the UK and one location in Dallas with plans to expand more in the US in the future. We are so excited to talk about this competitive socializing business model and the great success it has had in the UK market, especially. So welcome to the show, Lawrence. Thank you so much for that kind introduction, Rachel. So firstly, actually, we have had a bit of an expansion in the UK. So we are now actually on number eight in the UK. Yeah, number eight. So it's um, been very, very busy our side. We actually opened another site in the UK last week and we've had a, a, a couple of more. So yeah, we are currently on eight in the UK, one in the US. Um, so yeah, I am Lawrence. I am the head of sales and events at Sixer Social Cricket. Um, I have been, so I'm based in London. I have been in the sales and events world for 12 years um, started off in the hospitality industry as a waiter, as you do in a cabaret restaurant, and moved all the way from north of England. Um, they asked me to help out in the in the sales office, and that's sort of where it all began, really. And I've just progressed on and on and on, and it is yeah, just been a bit of a whirlwind. And my introduction to competitive socializing was in around 2018. Um, I joined a very well-known brand in the crazy golf world where I managed their their sales team of around 20 people. Uh, Very, very, very big brand and very exciting, did amazing things, was there for like five years. Um, And then I got approached by Sixes and got presented with this amazing offer at this really innovative innovative company which was young it was new it was exciting and you know they just needed someone to to guide them on the sales and events so yeah it's been it's it's been a very 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 whirlwind of a time of sixes since i started in december and loads of changes loads of new venues and it is just a very very exciting time to be part of 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 this business great Well, let's talk a little bit about competitive socializing. So for those of us in the United States, you may recognize the the term as eatertainment. I always feel like I'm going to say that. (laughs) Eatertainment. Competitive socializing has obviously blown up in the UK, especially over recent years. Can you define competitive socializing and what it means in the UK market? Yeah, so basically competitive socializing, it's, uh, I feel like it it still feels new to me, um, you know, but it's, it's all the craze here in the UK, we have got everything and anything you can imagine in terms of competitive socializing, it's what people want to do. So for me, competitive, competitive socializing is a term used for activity-based bars and restaurants. So, you know, we've seen a huge, huge turn in the UK market from just your average bar bookings. And people now want to do something whilst they're out. They want to 
they they want to be doing an activity they want the food the drinks as well as as playing some sort of game so i guess for me that's what sort of competitive socializing is it's it's that extra element elevates elevates hospitality what do you think it is about competitive socializing that the business model that makes it so successful in the uk and also i guess it's spreading in the us as well the, the thing for me is and i think what i've seen in in the current market is there's a need for always wanting more and like our uk based like they they always want more they don't want to just go to a bar and chat to people they want to they want to play they want to have a bit of competitive sort of fight with each other and they want to like battle it out to to be the champ or and it it does just add that extra element you know you've got everything under one roof rather than being like you know like everybody on a saturday goes oh god like what should we do today? Should we go bowling? Should we do this? Like this combines everything. You can be under one roof. You can have fantastic food offerings. You can have fantastic cocktails as well as playing an activity. And especially for like corporate bookings, since COVID, a lot of people work from home. They haven't met each other. They are based at home. They speak on Zoom every day. They've not actually met in person. And it's a bit awkward. Like what better way to socialize than having a gaming element and like really mixing it up, making sure that people are chatting to each other. It gives it gives a talking point. So it's massive over here. You know, everybody just wants to do something more. <laughs> We're greedy over in Britain. Yeah, it makes sense. I feel like, I mean, when you go to someone's house, like let's say you go to a party at someone's house, right? Like you're usually not just like sitting there drinking and not doing anything else, right? There's always like an activity you play, like yard games, you play like- Beer know, punk. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Beer pong, like all the games. So it definitely, it does, it does make total sense for sure. Spices things up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love being positive. <laughs> I know. I know. And I feel like every weekend I'm like, what can I do that's different than just going to a, a bar, going to get a drink? I obviously love my nice cocktails, but sometimes it is nice to switch it up, you know, on a date out with friends. Like there's so many like groups that it could fit with. And we'll, we'll talk about that in a bit too. Yeah, you're right. Dates are a big one, right? Cause it's awkward, especially a first date. You just like sit there and you're like, but you know, so tell us more about sixes, um, in general, I haven't played cricket in a while. So tell us like, what is the draw to social cricket? Who is your target market? And do you need a background in cricket in order to have fun at sixes? <laughs> well, firstly, I am very happy to hear that you played cricket being over in the US. So it's, uh, you know, sixes is a very, very unique concept. So cricket is one of the oldest English games that are around. And we are the only brands that have successfully made an immersive experience out of this. So it's it, we're so innovative. We cater for everybody. Our target market, we don't have a specific person that we're trying to target. The main aim for us is to let everybody know that you can come along and have a great time with us, whether you are on a date, whether you are a family, whether you are a corporate business. Like it's cricket is known as a sport with us. It's fun. Like you don't need to be good at the game. We've got loads of different levels that you can play on down from beginner to world class. You can play in heels. I've got heels on at the moment. I play in heels. <laughs> and it's it's just, it's it's fun. And we've also got a great, great food offering. Our food is, we pick the best butchers. We pick the 
best produce you know you get a lot of competitive socializing businesses which sort of lack on the on the food and the drink side so like we do pride ourselves in making sure that we've got every element to to a highest level that we possibly can and again like we are a hospitality venue so it's it's always important to not forget the origins of of what we actually are you know we want people in and we want to create memories for people it's not it's not just about coming in and playing a game. It's about, okay, well, how do we elevate this? How do we, how do we make people go away from there being like, wow, that was, that was amazing. Um, and, you know, we've got a fantastic team over at Sixers and we are expanding very, very, very quickly. Um, so it's important for us to, to create a, a, the ultimate experience for our guests. Do you have any plans to come to New England? <laughs> because, I mean, <laughs> Because honestly, I feel like cricket is actually pretty popular. It's New England, right? So like maybe it just sort of like came over. But I don't know. I feel like a lot of people, especially in the Cape, I feel like a lot of people. I mean, we have got very, very exciting U.S. plans. Um, I can't divulge on what they are. Um, <laughs> New York City? New York City? Top, I'm top sure. secret but you know we did just open our first site in Dallas and um, now fun fact for you and this is every single American person I've spoke to are like why America like no one knows what cricket is there are actually 30 million um cricket fans in the U.S. which is actually more than the whole population of Australia oh, wow which is crazy because Australia like we are we've currently got what's called the ashes which is a huge huge cricket match and um, which is England versus Australia. Australia is massive on cricket. And it's crazy to think that obviously the US is massive, but there is a huge, huge population of, of cricket fans over there. But again, you don't need to be good at cricket to be able to come play. Like, come and check us out and you can play with your friends. You can go on a date. You can book your party, like corporate party. It's, yeah, it's fun for all. I think it's yeah. cool too, like if you don't know about it, because then it's like, okay, I want to try something new. I've never played it before. Let's like go out and do it as like a, a first timer sort of activity. Like I, I can mean, see that being a reason yeah. to do it. A hundred percent. And my favorite thing when I, I was over the over in Dallas a couple of weeks ago, and my favorite thing is watching the American clientele hold the cricket bat like a baseball bat. They're like <laughs> <laughs> So many a time I had to like go into the batting cage and be like, okay, right, this is slightly different. You need to hold it slightly, slightly at a different angle. But hey, like, listen, like, as long as you get those top scores, like, it doesn't really matter. Hit the ball, hit the hit the targets, you're good to go. Like, it was crazy to see how many people were actually getting sixes by baseballing it. <laughs> That's funny. So it's, it's the American way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so we good. Never, That's so good. We never do anything the way we're supposed to. <laughs> I love it though. I love it. Like, but also like everybody's so friendly in the States. Like everybody is just up for a good time. So, you know, you roll with it, you roll with it. And as long as people are having fun, that's, that's the main thing for us. Well, speaking of all the different like groups that you guys have in, um, you offer both corporate and social group event packages, um, like for, for work night outs, team building events, like we talked about, socials for birthday parties, bachelor, bachelorette parties. What are corporate groups looking for in their competitive socializing? And how does that differ from maybe what social groups are looking for? In so it it does differ massively in terms of what they're after. So, you know, if you think about a social group, a social group wants to come in and sometimes they, they don't want to stay all evening. Sometimes they want to pop in, have a have a fun, have a fun time for a couple of hours and then leave a corporate event. You know, it, it, they've, they've got to have a space. They've got to have 
an element of like really creating that team culture of battling out against teams, making sure people are socializing with people they wouldn't normally socialize with, making sure that they've got a great food a food offering and making sure that they've got space for the whole evening. So for corporate events, you know, we can hire out the whole venue for you. You can have all of the batting nets for all evening. We encourage people to create teams. Um, and I always say to people, I'm like, you know, if you are creating a team, put those people who don't normally work together in a team together so that they that they're getting to know each other and i think that's it's so important like people tend to stick in their clicks at work and you know there might be someone who who feels a little bit awkward or feels a bit out of place and hasn't hasn't met sarah from marketing or hasn't met the outgoing salesperson and is a little bit more reserved so put them in a group with someone that's gonna balance them and like really encourage them to come out of their shell and 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 speak to people and playing a game such as our, our cricket is you know you cheer people on you distract someone who's good like it's it's just a really really good way of interacting with people so for corporate clients it's it's so important of giving them a space where they feel safe and that they've got uh, an event space for the whole evening that they can mingle you know and we we use triple c so, you know, you guys are from Triple C and Triple C is such a great platform for us to use to be able to organize these events so well. You know, we are very particular with our timings. You know, we make sure that we know what time the guests are arriving. We make sure they've got drinks on arrival. We make sure that their food is coming out at the time they want. We make sure the gaming is all perfect and we've got hosts that are fantastic showing them the games, talking about how it all works. Basically, just making sure that as an event planner for a corporate party, it's smooth and they don't have to do anything. We do all the work for them. And it's again, it's just about creating an event where they leave and be like, wow, that was a really, really fun, fun event. Like I got to know this person, this person, this person who I wouldn't normally speak to. And then maybe they'll create, make friends. And yeah, yeah it's a. Uh, Sorry, I went on a bit of a tangent there, but I'm passionate about, you know, passionate about people like coming together. <laughs> I love it. What are like the group sizes that you're dealing with when you're working with corporate or social? Is it like normal? Is it is it pretty standard for the corporate side to be like a full buyout or, you know, smaller sometimes too? Uh, anything like our, the, the biggest venue we have is a capacity of 400. So wow. uh, we have events between two and 400 obviously for the corporate events you tend to like it tends to be sort of 30 plus but we've got loads of different private hire spaces so it's not just like you can either buy the full venue or nothing it's you know we can we can rope off a room for you with with two nets for the whole evening we can we can create event spaces for all different sizes so our corporate clientele really ranges you know we can do conferences we do theater style you can do a presentation you can have breakfast with us you can then have lunch and then go on to the evening and you know a lot of competitive socializing businesses you've got to adapt you've got to be able to do everything like you know you've got to be able to cater for everybody and that's exactly what we do like there's no such thing as a no in this industry like if if I have got a client who wants something, I'll do my best to make sure I can do that. Obviously, there are some boundaries, but inevitably we'll make it work. We love that. We love that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you spoke on this a little bit, I feel like, in your previous answer. But 
I mean, competitive socializing does offer an inclusive experience for everyone by giving the option to have an activity. Like we were saying, you don't have to be drinking. You can just be there for the activity. Um, It's not a requirement to drink. And then you're still having that memorable experience by participating. Do you see this? I guess, I mean, this is a pro for competitive socializing. Do you agree with this? I I think the answer is yes. Um, And like use this kind of as a selling point during like when you're promoting your venue versus like, you know, other people looking for just like the pub to host their event at um, and like trying to make yourself stand apart. Yeah, so I think, and you know, you are right. Like I said earlier, you know, we do try and be inclusive of of allowing everybody to come in and enjoy the game. And, you know, it's it's not just about the kind of clientele. It's about their budget, you know. It's in, in the UK at the moment, we're in a bit of a, a financial crisis. Uh, nothing, to, nothing like your 2008 crisis, but, um, <laughs> you know, it is, we are in a bit of a cost of energy has gone up I, I like a lot of prices have been hiked up massively so you know people are struggling to afford to to go out and to enjoy themselves and it's you know it's important that they do and we see that and we see the climate that we're in so you know we do create off-peak times we do create lower end packages to make sure that we do cater for not just everybody but also people's budgets and making sure that people can come and enjoy the game with us um you know for example we since I've started, I implemented a range of different packages um, for people to be able to book online so that it's a smooth customer journey. And they all come with different price points. We have children's packages for kids' birthday parties. Uh, Again, we just like to make ourselves inclusive. And it doesn't, you know, we don't want to encourage people to drink if they're not drinkers. You know, there's sometimes in society, people feel forced to to have an alcohol beverage and it, it you know we're not about that it's if you want to drink you can but if not we've got a fantastic non-alcoholic offering we've got a range of soft drinks we've got fantastic mocktails we've got non-alcoholic beers you know we don't want people to feel a pressure if they're coming to a work event or they're on a date that they feel like they have to drink so all of our packages are are based around that and it's i think it's just super important to make everybody feel comfortable and to make sure we do have options for everybody whereas like you know, you can have times where you have too many options. So we've tried to tie that into making sure that we've got a small amount of offerings. So it's not confusing for people, but also making sure that we are catering for people that want to come either just play the game, either just come in and have drinks and play the game or not drink and play the game, or if they want to just come in and eat and play the game. And, you know, all of our batting nets, we make sure there's an adjoining table. So if they don't, if they are in a rush, they can still sit down. They can still order drinks and food if they want whilst they're playing the game. You know, they're not confined to like standing up around a net and then being like, oh, well, we're in a rush. Like we just like to make it so that every opportunity someone has has got the chance to to be able to have the hospitality that we're so good at. I have kids, so I feel like it's hard sometimes. Like we go bowling a lot because there's not many things you can do. Yeah, with kids here, so yeah, that would be really fun if I could bring them. The kids play better than me. <laughs> I'm like, I watch I the kids play, and I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> there's I was, no. Kids. I was, I was curious about how the kids play. Like, you know, right. I'd be a little afraid to give my my youngest um a, a cricket. What do you call them? Cricket. Cricket bats. bats. Okay. Cricket bats. Yeah. How old are your youngest? Uh, four. So she, okay. and she's a wild one. So she she would be a little crazy, but my eight year old son would would do very well. I'm sure he'd love it's it. It's all right. Well, we, the the cage has it's got a door on it anyway, so hey, she'll be confined. 
I think sometimes people bring their kids just so they can lock them in the cage. Honestly, it sounds great. It sounds wonderful while I drink. <laughs> There's no, something for everyone. The kid, yeah, exactly. the kid. The, the kids love it here. Like, obviously, we, we we also, again, it's it's finding that balance. So, you know, we only allow kids in the venue to a certain time because in the evenings, you, know, you can't have a big corporate booking with then a big kids party next to it because it, it it just it doesn't work. So yeah. you've got a you've you've got to work your booking system and work the way you do things to make it fair for everybody, but also to make the atmosphere correct. Like, you know, if I was on a corporate party, I don't want to see kids next to me. So it, it's, it's finding that balance and finding that right, like that middle ground where it works for everybody. Oh, yeah. It's great. Kate, I'm it's laughing because I, I feel like you have an opinion on, you know, just kids in restaurants and just, oh, it, like, I love so it, t- it changes the vibe a little bit. Oh God. I, yeah. Like, I kid it's... you not. When I was in Dallas last I was I was in the venue. It must have been until like one a.m. And we are in the Grandscape in the Colony in in Dallas. And you know, it, there's a lot of um, competitive socializing businesses around there. And I, I left at one a.m. And I was like, oh, okay. And th- there was like children around. And I was like, it's one a.m. I'm in bed. I mean, my kids stay up till one a.m. If we have like a party at our house, and I like just can't get them to sleep. But like, yeah. not not in a bar atmosphere when my although I must say when my kids were like infants because they don't sleep anyway like my husband and I would go to a bar and stay till like after midnight and they would like just be sleeping in the thing next to us or like just sitting there because like at home they're not going to sleep either so it's like well yeah. might, we'll be out <laughs> might, I guess might as well go out yeah it's a strange concept for me god if you brought any any child out at 1 a.m in London people would be like what the hell are you doing, yeah, are you doing? <laughs> why no, is there a my, little person like, I get yeah I totally get though like when I when we're out to dinner like especially when it's like a like a nicer place or like a very like like that like your place like at night right like if I went out with my husband or a group of friends without our children and there were kids everywhere I'd be pissed yeah <laughs> so I totally. Get I mean, I, yeah, from somebody who doesn't have children, like I love kids, but like if they're there in the day, cool. I expect cool. that. If yeah. I'm at an evening event, I'm like, cool, right. like okay. not. The <laughs> I want to get loose. The I don't, parents I don't, don't want them there either. Believe me, it's like, we don't want them there either. Like we'd much rather them not be there. It's also funny. Like we have some. Like we have to be very specific as well with 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 adults to say that you know we although we allow children we're not child minders. So like, you can't like, we've had people try and just drop their kids off before. We're like, no, 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 you need, you need, you need to be with them. <laughs> this, this isn't daycare. <laughs> Speed away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh boy. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, the operations team are fantastic. They, they always deal with it. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. I would never do that. <laughs> you say that <laughs> I, know. I know i'm like bye they're great <laughs> all right well so what we, we talked about before like how sixes has venues obviously in both the uk and now in dallas in the united states are you familiar with similarities or differences between consumer demands in one market versus the other is it different in the u.s um are there are things like that you've tried in the UK that you're now bringing to the US maybe or vice versa yeah so it's it's a weird one so obviously we've only just opened in the US so it's very new to us so we are still adapting and you know from from me speaking to clients from the UK and the US there, there is a slight there, there's a slight difference and I think the main thing is it, it's the alcohol like us Brits are big big drinkers like us brits like we like a good time whereas i've noticed 
with the with the US clientele, they are a little bit more like, you know, people can drink if they want to, but you know, we want it to be more food led. You know, it's it's a lot more food orientated with with less drinks involved. So. I mean, I implemented all of our packages at Sixers in the UK when I when I came on board and, you know, they've been massively successful. Like I said, you know, the, we cater for all different price points and it, it works. And when I when when we moved over to the US, I didn't do that straight away. I was like, let me let me test the water. Let me speak to the inquiries that we've got coming in. Let me see what what the go is. And I noticed this trend of of they're not as big drinkers and they want more food orientated packages. So, you know, I I tweaked our packages and I I used what we've got as a base from the UK, but I just tweaked it slightly to add less drinks, more food, and just just balance it out a little bit for what the US market wants. Um, And, you know, we are totally adaptable. All of my sales team will make something work for somebody. You know, if somebody calls and go, oh, well, actually, none of these packages work for me. I'm like, cool, what's your budget? What is it that you're after? Let me put a bespoke something together for you. And and I think that's it. It's about the customer service. It's about making sure that people feel comfortable in in saying what they want and then us putting something together for them based on that. You know, there's no such thing as a no. Like, again, we want everybody to come and enjoy us. And, you know, if people haven't got a massive budget, then maybe I'll suggest being like, okay, well, come on a, a quieter day i might be able to do you a better deal um but again we, we just want everybody through the door we want everybody to be able to experience cricket and you know we want to take over the world with cricket but not as you know it you know it's not it's not all about the sport it's about the being together and having the fun yeah yeah that's such yeah. an interesting piece Kate. you look surprised too do, do you well, find that so much <laughs> Well, my question was like, did you see that that people were like requesting packages with more food heavy, less alcohol heavy for corporate or for both social and corporate? A bit of both, to be honest. Like it's it's weird. I think in the UK we like to we like to prearrange how much we're drinking, and you know we we have bottomless and we have all of this stuff like and obviously it, it it's hard in the in the US because every state has different rules every state has different mm-hmm. regu- regulations so you know we've got to adapt to like Texas doesn't allow you to do bottomless like advertisers as, as a bottomless offering and I think especially the corporate side I think corporates are just a little bit more sensitive to making sure that they're not seen to be providing their team with yeah. all of these drinks so i think they like to be a little bit more reserved they'll probably get really loose on the night and have a fantastic evening and end up being absolutely trashed but i think from the from the booking process they want to show that they're being sensible and they're of you know course. responsible drinking and you know we've we, we've got to adapt ourselves to that as well you know we don't want people to come and just get like we want people to remember we want yeah. people to remember our nights and yeah. and you know we're not about unreasonable drinking but also like Drinking can be fun when you're on a social. So it's 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 that balance of just making sure that everybody feels comfortable and corporates feel comfortable with their team. And It's a big, I, I see what you're saying. Like, I feel like in the US, I don't know what it's like in the UK, but like HR departments in the US are very like, they're very careful with like how, like you said, like in the beginning, like whether, what whatever happens when you're there, right? You can't really... I mean, yeah, <laughs> like stop people in that way. Well, some companies would, I guess, but but from the like from the jump, they're like, you know, like let's at least try to like yeah. not have people get so so. And wasted. that's it. It's the trying. Like I like I noticed that like in the UK we don't have that at all. It's how many <laughs> drinks so can I get? 
how can I push this to the max? How can I make sure I am like maximizing how many drinks I'm getting for per person? It's it's I mean, it is a it is a different it's a different culture and it is it's it's i mean rachel you've been to you've been to london you've mm-hmm. probably noticed that you know we we like a bevy as they say in the in the uk love a bevy love yeah a bevy. love it love a bevy love too we love i love a bevy all the time <laughs> But but I'm exactly the same. Like, like, I mean, I'm on the wine already. Like, you know, it's we we live in a world where I like a vino. <laughs> it's not a crime. No, no. no. I have a drink. We need to. We need to make sure night. that when when we're in the same city together, we need to have vinos together. I know. I know. Um, I might just go to New York. Just to. I'm off next week. Maybe I'll. Uh... Oh my god! Come down, Kate. You can stay in my yeah. apartment. I'll <laughs> be in New York. Rachel will be in New York. The only person missing is you, Kate. We'll be having a bevy. We're having a bevy. That's my new um, thing. I say that now from now on. Every night when I pour myself a glass of wine and my husband's like, what are you having? A bevy. <laughs> Can you say it in an English accent? No, I'm not even okay. going to try. Okay, if I, if I say it, I want you both to try it. Okay. okay. Let's go out and have a bevy. Let's go out and have a bevy. <laughs> Let's go out and have a bevy. That's that was, that was that was so bad. Okay, can you say it in a Boston accent? <laughs> oh God, I am terrible at accents. Okay, what say, what would you normally say if you were to say I'm going out for a drink? I mean, I guess in Boston you just say I'm going out for a drink, but there's no like it's not. It's I'm trying to think. Okay, so I'm, if if I'm in Boston and you want want to go out for a drink, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah? Does that good. sound good? Uh, sound yeah. good to you? Go to a bar. You want to go to a bar? <laughs> Can you say you want to go to a bar? Bar. It still has the little English accent in it. Too. Uh, I am honestly, all my friends will tell you, I am terrible at accents. Terrible, terrible. And I always try, always. Well, Kate, Kate really gets a Boston accent, though. Kate, like, well, is known I, for it. I have one. I grew up in Boston. I have a Boston accent, so I can't, you just don't get rid of it, no matter where you well, go. What, what I find crazy is, like, I can tell, like, Kate, your accent seems just like, pretty flat line to me but like i can tell the difference between different states and and your accents whereas everyone in the u.s cannot tell the difference in the uk accent so like i don't know if you noticed but i've got a northern english accent i'm from the north so like the north in england is like texas for you guys so it's like the southern accent i've got a, i've got a northern accent um but nobody nobody knows the difference no but it's funny when it when it if i didn't speak and i told you to do an accent most people go hello i'm from england and do the posh green accent uh, <laughs> per- perfect I, so you're, you're not too bad at accents after all right <laughs> well, well, i mean good. i can do that one <laughs> <laughs> it is funny it's with it's, it's such a small country but like we have got multiple hundreds of different accents it's crazy it makes sense though like i feel like even in just new england like if you're from massachusetts say from the north shore versus the south shore of massachusetts the accent is different but you can't you can only tell if you're from massachusetts right and then yeah. <laughs> hampshire people who live on the seacoast of new hampshire which is where i live versus like northern new hampshire completely different accents and those two accents are completely different from massachusetts and then vermont <laughs> which is the next state in maine oh forget it maine's accent is completely different than anything else and it but i feel like if you're not from here you don't you don't hear it <laughs> you don't hear the difference crazy 
Crazy, crazy, crazy. God, we've gone on a gone on a real tangent we here, did. haven't we? We, did. I was gonna <laughs> say, we love okay. a tangent. Um, I love tangent. <laughs> I I had another just different question. So I feel like so in the UK, are there types of activity based venues that aren't considered like they, they don't have the whole hospitality experience behind them? Like if you went mini golfing, are there just like the dingy little mini golfing places still? Yeah. Yes. Yes, there is. So for, we've just opened in Brighton. So Brighton is a seaside town. It's stunning, beautiful, and it's coincidental. Like we've got you where the crazy golf started in the UK was these little crazy golf places just on the coast, and it's literally just golf, and they're, they're a bit crappy. And yeah. um, I was when I was in Brighton the other week, they've still got them. Like it's it's basically where it comes from. But also, like in the UK, what what's the trend that that you see happening is. You get the, the the big the big boys, you know, like us. You've got swingers, you've got flight club, you've got these big, big, big players that are paving the way for hospitality and competitive socialising. Yeah. And then what what you get on from that is you get all of these other little businesses which try and mm-hmm. cling on to that by offering, like trying to sort of like imitate slightly but like obviously not on the scale that we're doing it so you know we have got multiple crazy golf places you've got multiple bars like trying to implement competitive socializing because in fact like we have seen and there was a big study done on it recently like the average person just going to a bar for drinks has really dropped Mm -hmm. and you know businesses are struggling to to keep alive especially midweek so you know people are trying to implement things and trying to sort of copy ideas from from some of our bigger brands um but uh, uh, you know it keeps them going but inevitably these bigger brands will always succeed because they do it so well and that's the thing we've got loads of loads of places that you know they don't have the good food offering they don't have the good drink offering everything's just a little bit subpar um Mm -hmm. but you know good for them for trying (laughs) yeah for sure yeah (laughs) i think kate i don't know what do you think i feel like here in the u.s like I, I we shared an article um that we had so I don't I can't remember who posted it but it talked about a couple triple C customers who are in like the quote entertainment space as it's referred to here we're trying to bring competitive socializing along <laughs> here too um but I feel like it really was talking about as like the there's a couple like the name brand ones here as well for like golf bowling uh-huh. yeah top golf you know um we have spin for ping pong yeah we have ping pong and like I feel like as they're growing, they're talking about the emphasis of the the food and beverage as well. And I feel like that's the new piece here. Maybe, Kate, do you agree? Like, I feel like at first it was just like the activity and it wasn't focused on the food and beverage. But now people are like, okay, I don't want to just go and have like crappy food and drinks. I want like an actual hospitality experience. And that I feel like is where we're kind of catching up on the UK side. You guys have done it both at the beginning. There is also so many UK businesses that are now in the US. And I, the the most successful competitive socializing businesses that are over in the States have come from the UK. Mm, Yeah. Like if you think like like a few brands that I mentioned before, like it's, it's, it's massive because we know how well it works. And I think the US is, is slightly behind on clicking onto that. And now we're now we're sort of coming over and and taking over taking over the US. But it's it's really important. Like I and like I mentioned earlier, it's about creating an atmosphere and a space where for me, if I 
if I go out, I don't want to be flipping and changing. I don't want to have to go from venue to venue. You mm-hmm. know, I don't want to. I don't want to be dressed up and having to travel somewhere. And obviously, in the states, like you know, if you're not in a city like New York, then you have to you have to drive or you have to like take public transport. You know, you want to go somewhere and have everything under one roof. And you know, we try so hard to to make sure that we've got other things going on in the venue other than just the cricket and the drinks and the food. We've got alternative gamings. We've got arcade games. And, um, you know, we have DJs. We we try and create an atmosphere to, to for people to stay and people to have a night with us rather than it just being, let's just quickly have a bite to eat, have a game, and then go somewhere else. Like, you could, we are still a bar. We're still a restaurant. We're still everything under one roof. So don't see us as don't pigeonhole us into being like this is an activity like you can also stay and just sit and drink at the bar Mm -hmm. yeah get loose (laughs) i feel like we we try like we have pins right which like obviously because bowling was the first thing that the u.s did this with where like like the kings and like all those places where it was like you know bowling but like good like decent i wouldn't say like great food but like suppose better than like your average bowling alley food and yeah like actual cocktails right and then pins opened and pins does bowling and arcades and um like uh axe throwing so like you can do a bunch of different things in one place and have good food and and like cocktails um but but beyond that though i feel like i mean and is i feel like is pins in the uk p-i-n-z no no to be honest when you started speaking i thought you were saying pims <laughs> and i was like oh that's, I, I, was, I was like oh that's such an english drink <laughs> i love a good pims cup um no it's like it's p-i-n-z and it's like bowling and a bunch of other stuff but i feel like even the bowling because bowling so popular in the united states right but i feel like even the bowling alleys have now had to add other things so people don't yeah. leave like you said like now there's other activities there. It's elevating. Everything is elevating, and you've got you've got to keep up with the market. You know, people. Yeah. I find that my clients and my guests are just wanting more, more, and more, and more. Like you know, sometimes I will I will speak to somebody in the phone and propose them what what we've got to offer, and they're like, "Oh, well, what do people do when they're not playing cricket?" And I'm like, "You're 150 people. Not all of you can play cricket at the same time. Like there needs to be some sort of like movement and." people taking turns I'm like Mm -hmm. but when you're not taking I think sometimes people forget that like socializing is so important as well like you need time to speak you need time to have a drink you need time to be able to like mingle with with each other it's not you can't possibly have every single person playing a game at every single second because you're not then enjoying it with each other you're just gaming and it's it's sometimes people people get greedy people want more and more and more and more and I, I I'm seeing more of that of people being like well what else is there what else have you got to offer what other games have you got and we, lucky enough we do have other games but you know we are a cricket-based company and we're not gonna we're not gonna go off brand by doing stuff that doesn't doesn't mm-hmm. represent as well and they, you know we've got like little arcade games we've got other little things that like keep people entertained but like it doesn't take away from what we actually are as, as a business and as a brand yeah that makes sense yeah, I think that it's it's exciting to see new brands come up. Maybe they're not US based. Maybe they're from the UK. I mean, I went to I did go to Swingers for the first time in New York like a couple months ago, and it was like way different than any other mini golf crazy golf experience that's that right, I've that's ever where had. I used before. to work. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Funny. It was yeah, it was awesome. I mean, it was awesome, and it has like the bar there too. So I I see what you're saying by like you can stay, you can like do your golf, but like I could very well have just also stayed for like the next two hours and like yeah after the fact. So. And there's I I hadn't been to a golf place like that here before that, um, and and that's exactly it. That that 
that's a prime example of of what we're doing in the UK that's going to be massive in the US is we are creating that environment where is you go there and it's you, you feel like you're in a bar you don't feel like you're at some rubbish little yeah just quickly play a game and then leave it's like you actually want to stay then and you know our drinks are fantastic we've got great cocktails we can do cocktails off menu we could like it it is just that it's that thing of being like oh well actually why would i want to go anywhere else where everything's under one roof for me yeah that's awesome i'm excited to see it all come to the u.s (laughs) <laughs> yeah it is it honestly is I can't even explain how exciting it is to be part of Sixers at the moment it's our growth is is crazy and just the reception that we're getting from people like bearing in mind that we we only opened in 2020 wow wow yeah 2020 so, which is a tough time for a social competitor yeah and like bearing in mind it was it was it was COVID as well so like the the fact that we've been able to achieve what we've done is is absolutely incredible and hats off to Callum and Andy who are our, our founders and our CEOs who you know have this innovative idea and we've again it's 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 getting the right people on board to make sure that this growth works mm-hmm. and yeah it's 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 very exciting i mean i am absolutely loving being able to work in the uk work in the us like it's yeah it's it's very exciting to be part of sixes at the moment and i can't wait for you guys to to come and join us when we open near you in the us <laughs> near who near which one of us Maybe i say no us, more right? you don't know. <laughs> you don't know i'm close Pop- to boston <laughs> Everything is top secret at the moment, but just watch this space. Love it. You obviously have had great success with all the growth you've had. So you're doing a great job at this. But as competitive socializing continues to rise in popularity, how is Sixes standing apart from other competitive socializing businesses in the market? And do you get a well, lot I of mean, regulars too? Do you get a lot of regulars? We do, yeah, we do, we do. We've got um, you know, we've got a big, big um Indian population following as well, you know. Um within the Indian um culture it's cricket is huge. So um wherever in the world we go, um we always have a big following. Now we are we are the only brand that has done cricket as an immersive concept right. And like we are the leading brand in in cricket. There's You've got millions of different crazy golf places. You've got loads of different axe throwing places. And, you know, I guarantee that somebody's probably going to come around and try and steal the idea and try and imitate it. But, like, for me, I'm, I'm my department, you know, as long as we're doing what we do so well and as long as we're providing that top-notch customer service and that hospitality, then I'm not worried. Like, it's, it's – you get – you get a journey from us. You get a journey from the moment you pick up the phone and speak to one of my guys on the te- in the team to the moment you come have a great time to the moment we follow up with you afterwards. And I think the main thing for me is making sure that we do create those memories and we are consistent in keeping our customer service at a very top level. And at the end of the day, it's, it's about a guest experience. It's not about we can do loads of different things. Like, you know, it, it, people focus on making loads of money. Like, I think obviously making money is important but making sure those people have a great time with us and that they spread the word is is key and i think if you continue to do that then you'll succeed yeah love that I feel okay, like i'm I giving can... a president speech <laughs> <laughs> i'm so passionate honestly it's like it's 
just this industry is fantastic and it's I absolutely love what I do and I love speaking to people and I love engaging with people from all over the world. I love engaging people from different cultures and different backgrounds. I mean, that's why I live in London and it's, I really try and encourage my team to be exactly the same. I'm like, you know, it's it, ask people how their day is. It doesn't need to be about like, what do you need? What do you want? Like, how are you? How, yeah. Like, how's your week been? Like, what have you been up to? Like, we're all people like we're engaging day to day. Like it's so easy just to bypass each other, but like, we are all people like let, let's give people face-to-face time and being like, how are you? Yeah. Agreed. Hospitality. That's Hospitality. All about. That's why we do what we I, do. I feel like, I, I feel like I was born in a bar. I mean, I am from the <laughs> North, so I probably was, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. Well, that was the end of our question list. So unless there was anything else that we didn't cover that you wanted to mention about sixes or competitive socializing as a whole. I mean, for me, I think I've I've mentioned it loads of times and competitive socializing is for everybody and everybody to enjoy. Um, as I've mentioned, you know, I am a big, big waver of sixes cricket. Um, again, you don't need to be a cricket fan. You don't need to be good at cricket. Come check us out, like whether you're in the uk whether in, in the states and um, yeah like it, it, just come and have fun yeah i'm gonna i can't wait <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and i will always be on hand if you ever want to meet me meet me person in person like give drop me a message like i will <laughs> i am i am hands-on i am always just like i love interacting with people like whenever i'm in the bar and people are just here i'm like oh what brings you here today like how are you like what are you doing <laughs> Yeah, we you like to chat, we know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we do too. Part- that's why we have a, po- yeah. a podcast. Yeah, we but like the sound of our own voices. Probably longer than some of your others, because I'm like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> No, no. Rachel and I love talking. That's why we do a podcast. <laughs> we love the sound of our own voices. What are we Honestly, talking about? Actually, I can- oh God, I don't know. You know, like I, I'm happy to chat. Like if I have to listen back, I'm like, mm. <laughs> I said that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you're a great guest we appreciate yeah, it um so yeah thank you so much for coming on no worries. and also i need to say that thank you for letting me be your first uk guest yeah of course hopefully everyone can understand any me. other way you can be our second too do you want to come back <laughs> uh, god and then do, do my presidential speech again yes yes yeah we'll get it we'll get it down <laughs> Uh, well, we really appreciate you coming on, Lawrence. And to our listeners out there, be sure to check out Sixes. We'll put the website for sixescricket.com in the description of the episode. And I was looking at your Instagram pages, too. You have one for the U.S. and the U.K. Um, we do, so I'll, indeed. I'll drop those in the description as well. But it's Sixes Cricket U.S. and Sixes Social Cricket for the U.K. So And Sixes, sixescricket.com. Sixescricket.com. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you, Kate. It's been an absolute pleasure. And um, yeah, I can't wait to get you down to do some batting. Me neither. I'm I'm coming. (laughs) 